Hello, and welcome to the Zero Waste Life Hacks podcast, a podcast that helps our listeners along their zero waste journey, one item at a time. So today we're in episode seven, and we're going to talk about our oral hygiene routine, teeth. I am your host, Sofia Ratkovich, your personal zero waste consultant, and I'm joined by my co-host and lovely podcast producer, Lady Sinclair. Hi. Hello, Happy Michelle. to be back and learn more. Thank you. And our guest today is here to share some hacks for how to zero waste your dental, your daily dental routine. Welcome, Lindsay McCormick, founder of Bite, an amazing company that is rapidly growing and changing the toothpaste game. Hey, thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here. I love what you ladies are doing. It's so cool and so important. Thank yeah. you for coming in. So in this episode, we're going to discuss our oral routine, everything from brushing to flossing to what it is, uh, what's in all that stuff we're putting in our mouth every single day, mm. twice a day, hopefully. It's a very good question. <laughs> <It's a> very <laughs> good. Um, and even things like thinking about what was initially in the toothpaste, like how did people make it? How did we start using it? What are the ingredients we're using now? Um, a lot of it I didn't know about, but Lindsay... Uh, more importantly, you're going to help us modify this routine into an opportunity where we can just live plastic-free. I think you've done a really good job. Awesome. Yes. Well, before we get into it, we have an announcement. Drum roll, please. (laughs) We have a website and an Instagram page now. This is new. And it's very exciting because we can connect with people and share and grow um, each episode, Sophia is going to write a little story in a blog post with the hacks and facts that you hear. It'll be easier to find the playlists and all the music that we get to have on our podcast and all that good stuff. Um, and the Instagram as well, where we're just constantly scouring and looking for people's shares, basically, in this zero waste movement. So you can visit us on the website at www.zerowastelifehacks.com or on Instagram at Zero Waste Life Hacks Podcast. So give us a follow. Um, well, before we begin, <laughs> I thought it would be fun to talk about really quickly the dental kind of typical things you hear from your dentist. Okay, because we all, I mean, if we take care of our teeth, we care about our teeth. You'll hear some of these things from your dentist. Don't go to bed without brushing your teeth. Brush properly. Don't neglect your tongue. Use fluoride. Treat flossing as important as brushing. Consider mouthwash and drink more water. I don't know why that's one, but I I got that off a dentist's page. (laughs) Drink water? I don't know. But that one makes so those are all all great normal dentist advice. So, um, I think, you know, one of them, especially when it comes to drinking water, that's something that you should do anytime you, I don't know if you're like me and you're sipping on maybe sugary coffee drinks all day. Mm. So what that does is that every single time you put food in your mouth or a drink in your mouth, you are changing the pH and you're changing like the whole basically environment in there. And so what your saliva is able to do, it helps actually um, keep your mouth at like a normal pH and a healthy pH. And so whenever you're putting things in there, it kind of uh, jams it up. And so by putting, by sipping a little bit of water after every time you eat or every time you drink, you're clearing out that debris and that, you know, 
sugar, basically, and you're giving your ch- your mouth another chance to uh, adjust back to its natural pH. That makes so sense. that's like a good little hack. If you're sitting there around like sipping coffee all day at work, um, it's kind of one of the worst things you can do for your mouth because what you're constantly doing is changing that pH and that's constantly just making your mouth more vulnerable to cavity causing bacteria. So just taking a little sip af- of water after every sip of coffee uh, is a really good way to kind of combat that okay. and an easy way. And, an and you hydrate. And you hydrate. It's multitasking. So <laughs> true palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. So when I was doing uh, the research about toothpaste and how we started using it, it seems like, you know, to us, bite is revolutionary, right? It's packaged so differently. It's in tablet form, which we're not really used to. A lot of people are like, you know, they feel weird about it. They're like, what? Do you eat it? <laughs> you know, how does it work? Um, but... I mean, do you guys have any idea what toothpaste used to be made out of like thousands of years ago or what kind of stuff we were using? So I've done a lot of research on this and it's it's uh, it's kind of bananas. So the first, you know, some of the first toothpaste that came out were made of ox hooves and bones. Uh, so that would be something that, you know, vegans wouldn't like. Yeah, exactly. Would <laughs> not why? be vegans, why? would not be cruelty free. Do you know why? Uh, it was just a way to make an abrasive to mm. clean off your teeth and then it came down to like chewing on sticks and roots Mm. Uh, this is still done in Mm -hmm. some places like some parts of the world um, especially with I believe it's neem and um, there's a lot of you know for us at Bite, it was kind of like going back to the basics, mm-hmm. not the oxhoves and bones and not mm-hmm. necessarily, you know, <laughs> sticks, but taking the idea of powder and putting it in, you know, using more eco-friendly and healthy ingredients that have been, you know, tried and tested and putting it into a convenient form factor. Because something that we're really used to nowadays, uh, you know, which is great, but also not so great is convenience. Everybody wants things right. very easy and yeah. very, uh, it needs to taste good. It needs to look good. It needs to be easy for people to use, which I totally get. We're all super busy. So we needed to be able to take something like powder and put it in a convenient way. And that was pushing it into a tablet. Also very pretty container that it's in. Um, Yeah. Aesthetically, it's... It's so nice. It makes my bathroom look so pretty. Yeah. (laughs) Fancy. Well, and that idea, too, it was like you're going to be looking at this thing. You're going to be touching this thing twice a day, every day, right? Hopefully, if you have good oral hygiene mm-hmm. habits. And so why does it need to be something that you want to hide in your drawer? Like, mm-hmm. why can't it be something that is that you're happy to show and that mm-hmm. you're happy to see? And um, it's like those little things that, you know, one of our things as a company is that everything we do really adds up, which is totally true. Like, mm-hmm. our, our daily habits, especially when we go all together with the billions of people on this planet, really add up to epic proportions. And same with, like, everyday little things that make you happy or bring you joy. That right. really starts to add up over the course of your life. Well, that's what I took exactly from your website <laughs> is it this is on their website if you go see it. More than 1 billion plastic toothpaste tubes are thrown out each year. Most of them with harsh chemical residues. Mm-hmm. Um, another fun fact you guys have on your website is more than 100 million animals suffer and die in the US every year in cruel chemical drug food and cosmetic testing. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because I feel like so many of us are coming at the zero waste movement or this environmental movement from, say, for me, it's more like the plastic pollution perspective, right? Like I'm an ocean lover. I don't want to see plastic on the o- in the ocean. Um, other people might be coming at it from you know, different reasons, but I think the animal cruelty one 
is something that we don't ever really think about. Like we don't think about our products being tested and it's only when someone gets called out for doing something really inhumane that we're like, oh yeah, mascara. I didn't, I had no idea that was somehow being tried. So yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's so important, especially when we, it's so awesome how many people are waking up to the, the planet's plastic problem and kind of the, the, hole we're digging ourselves into and I think it's really important to look at things in a really holistic way and so for me it wasn't just about getting plastic out of the equation it was also making something that has clean and sustainable ingredients and that doesn't harm animals or ourselves and so you know one of the things is our you know we do not test on animals we will never test on animals and one of the things that we're working on now is actually a with fluoride option for people who would like that and we're paying extra to have it tested on human teeth as opposed to animal teeth which is something that or animals which is something that's just really it's so uh, when I started really looking into this, I didn't realize, so I, I myself am vegan. I've been um, vegan and vegetarian for a really long time. And I never knew that fluoride was tested on animals. It's part of the FDA protocol. It just has mm. to be. Mm. And it's a rat caries test. And so rats have their teeth brushed, which, you know, is like very oh cute. But then they're killed afterwards, you <laughs> no. know, every single one. And their what? jaws are ripped out and their mm. teeth are put under a microscope. Oh my goodness. And they're made sure. We've had fluoride for so long, That's there crazy. are you know digital ways to replicate these tests, mm. and actually the ADA has petitioned the FDA to no longer make these rat carry tests part of the equation, um, but they're they're not there yet. So it's like I, what I see, especially for me and our brand, is being able to take these kind of archaic ways of doing things and shine a light on them and say, what can we do that's better? Yeah. Why are we still doing it this yeah. way? Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the things that we have a lot of is we have so many customers who want to get our fluoride line out and we are right. working on it, but we have to stay true to our values while doing that. Yeah. And just like when it was using glass instead of plastic, things took so much longer True. to get our supply chain sorted up because people aren't used to glass. And mm-hmm. it, same thing with fluoride. It's just taking <laughs> well, longer. This brings us to the <laughs> Patreon question. Yeah. Some of our Patreon members get to ask questions and share their hacks. And this relates to, directly. Um, they would like uh, to know about the fluoride issue. Dentists say we need the fluoride other dentists say you you know brushing your teeth with carb uh, not carbon dioxide with a uh, uh, calcium carbonate ca- yeah oh, baking is, soda is, is baking calcium, soda is yeah. fine mm-hmm. um some people say you can just get your fluoride from the tap water so it's like what it, it seems like this weird myth and now some people say there's putting too much fluoride and then there's too much fluoride so it's like how like yeah. do we need Where's the to balance? have fluoride? If you wanna, or is it because yeah? If you want to start a really interesting forum discussion? <laughs> just put that up there, and things get real heated real quick. So this is what I will say: is that I think all dentists um, will agree, and you can talk to any dentist about this: is that diet and brushing, the way you the way you eat, and how you brush your teeth are two of the most important things for oral health. Mm. So if you're eating sugary foods all the time, if you're not brushing properly, if you're not flossing, flossing actually, uh, 30% of the tooth is not covered by brushing. So if you're not flossing, you're missing 30% of your teeth uh, when it comes to brushing them or keeping them clean. So brushing and uh, diet are two huge contributors to oral health. And then come genetics. Some people have naturally softer teeth. Some people have naturally uh, more robust enamel. So when it comes down to my 
personal thoughts on fluoride is, and uh, all of the research that I've done, is that fluoride, there is a lot of you know studies in the medical community that it does harden enamel. That is what it does. Mm. So dentists, because they're looking out for your teeth, are going to say that fluoride hardens enamel, it's good for your teeth. Mm. It's totally, yes, it hardens enamel. But the also thing is that it's also classified as the FDA as a drug. So when you are using fluoride, you are dosing yourself with enam- with um, with fluoride, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Why but do they maybe see not- it as a drug? Because that's it's that's what it is. Oh, so that's so fluoride is regulated as a drug it's a in toothpaste, right? Component. And so hmm. and so it would it would be if you have genetically strong enamel. If you have a healthy diet, if you're brushing your teeth, you may not need fluoride mm. in your oral in part of your diet. If you are someone who enjoys sugary foods, Coca-Cola, all of these things, mm-hmm. it might be a really good idea for you to use right. fluoride. Interesting. Right. Okay. And so and it's totally up to, you know, people and the choices with their dentists. I mean, there's studies out there showing, you know, whatever you want to really find because for every true it's um it's it's kind of I feel like sometimes there's like a uh like too much information because you can negate mm-hmm. anything that anyone tries to prove which right. is you know yeah not just in <laughs> dentistry like I mean talk about even big issues um mm-hmm. but I do think that you know when it comes to fluoride and oral care it's looking at we want to be able to make a toothpaste for everyone so if you want to keep fluoride part of your dental routine we support that and we're working on that. If you don't want to use fluoride in part of your dental routine, we support that and we're working on that. There's that well. option. So it covers so, everybody. So yeah, I think that's my uh, my way of kind of talking through a very complicated and very opinionated um, topic for people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and even dentists are split. So we have yeah. so many dentists who email in saying, you know, we recommend your, it's funny, we'll have just as, we'll have dentists saying, we recommend your, you know, we're so excited that what you have, we recommend your toothpaste to women who are pregnant because they, they want to avoid fluoride. Mm, and then nice. we have dentists email in saying, women who are pregnant eat, you know, more sugary food and they can't use your toothpaste, you know, oh. and you're just like, it, it really is, it's, there's yeah. science to look into and choices to be made right. on a personal level. Well, <laughs> Sophia, I know you wanted to bring up the microbeads. Which, oh yeah. When I learned about oh. microbeads and toothpaste, I was like, "What?" Yeah, and again, it, that was Bananas. like such a sneaky. The fact one. that that even happened is crazy. To I brought me. an example of one, and yeah. it's like, "Ooh, it's so pretty. It's like yeah. glitter." But it's, I mean, again, it's like this idea that we have to constantly reinvent things, right? Mm-hmm. So the toothpaste, the white toothpaste well, that we're used break to. Maybe down because or... I find that some people still don't know what microbeading, what microbeading, yeah, so microbeads like, are, and that it's even in so much of our product that's in our bathroom. So it's like the idea, right? Like Aquafresh, it's very like different looking. You had your three colors and then you had your white toothpaste and then somebody else was like, oh, we need it blue with, you know, glitter. And then Sparkly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it was like... These everybody... little tiny plastic yeah. balls, so which like, is banana. Like the fact mm-hmm. that... Yeah. The fact that someone in a company, a big company somewhere, decided like, let's put plastic balls of plastic in Mm -hmm. people's toothpaste and let them brush their teeth with it is just why would we do that like first of all i have a theory too (laughs) marketing (laughs) but we swallow and talking to the floor i think too we swallow and this is a study that much smarter people than i have done um five to seven percent of our toothpaste every single time we brush our teeth so when people are looking at your toothpaste and you're kind of like oh i spit it out it's fine 
you're swallowing five to seven percent every time, which adds up to an entire glob of toothpaste every mm. seven days. Oh my god! Which means if you would not eat a glob of the toothpaste that you're using every seven days, you probably should be thinking of why you're using it. Mm-hmm. So I would be looking at those ingredients and saying, mm-hmm. "Is this something that I want in my body?" Because you're eating it. Speaking of microbeads, and then also is like talk about triclosan. Mm-hmm. Triclosan was in there. Mm-hmm. You weren't even. It wasn't even allowed to be in hand soap. Yep. But it was approved to be in toothpaste until a few years ago. Yep. And, What's you know, triclosan? Triclosan was being used as an antibacterial agent in mm. toothpaste. And it is. Oh, it is antibacterial. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing that we should be eating. Right. And so and you think about when you think about toothpaste, you're basically eating it because yeah, um, you're swallowing mixing it with your saliva. And I mean. so, yeah. And when you think about when you take medicine like sublingually, you literally put medicine under your tongue mm-hmm. and it goes into your bloodstream because that's how medicine works. But you're brushing your teeth and it's sitting under your tongue. So yeah. it's just I think the idea of, you know, really needing to be an educated consumer without being paranoid, right? Not everyone's out to get us. We don't need to be like (laughs) high alert all the time. (laughs) But it's just important to look of like, you know, who sponsored this study? You know, what what other do other studies say? And what are the ingredients? What am I putting in my mouth? Like, what am I putting in my body? And what are the consequences? And then, of course, then there's like the long term thing of also like the planet. And, you know, what is this packaging doing long term? Yeah, I think there's also just it's it's it was surprising to me. Um, I was able to rely on a lot of my friends um, who have become dentists or dental hygienists and kind of hitting up those random people you went to high school with and being like, hey, I saw you are a dentist now. Let's yeah. talk. Uh, but a lot of I mean, and this is no, you know, it's a job. Right. And some of them, it's a nine to five job, mm-hmm. you know, and like for me, it's become an obsession. Right. And I think, you know, when I was. I remember when I was a I was a unscripted TV producer before um, I was doing toothpaste, which is so random. Um, <laughs> but there were ki- you know these kids or you know college kids or whatever who would email me, and they would be so obsessed with like non-scripted and how they can break into the industry and all these new trends that are happening and everything. And I was kind of like, I don't know, man. Like I just go out there and we film it and we, you know <laughs> carry on with my life. And I just wonder, you know, is you know, for me being an outsider, did that help me because I was so obsessed and I did so much research as opposed to some of the insiders who are kind of like, I've been studying this for 10 years. Right. Like there's like a I formula, really you know, yeah. So, for them. Yeah. Um, I just have to say that your company is amazing. If you guys that are listening want to know more about her backstory and how the company was started, it's on her website. It's a really cool story. Go visit it and read it. Um, anything else you want to throw in there before we go into our sponsor break? No, I mean the microbeads, so I think we're a big shocker. But the good thing is about, uh, that once we discovered that they were getting into our waterways and mm-hmm. into our rivers oh. and things, mm-hmm. they've actually been banned. So California was... I believe oh, the first yeah. is that good? and it was a company. It's a, or a nonprofit called Five Dryers, and we love them. I just went to lunch with them the other. They're in LA too. Yeah, like, we're both ambassadors for the Five yes. Dryers. I've been volunteering with them for uh, the last six years. Like, they do great work. They're amazing. They do great work. We all have to do things on a personal level, and then also as a community, we need to really band together and get things changed on a policy level because that's where like change really happens. So that change. is so cool. Oh my gosh. I think we got to leave it with the policy level, <laughs> yeah. man. All right. So um, I wanted to lead us into this segment because my zero waste journey is new and I'm still working through, you know, 
what I can and can't do, what's hard, what's easy. And I have to say that in my home, the first most easiest zero waste solution was my tooth routine. And yes, because it's like, okay, you, I went to buy a new toothbrush and I was like, I don't want to buy plastic anymore. That concept that people were saying that every toothbrush you've ever used still exists on the planet is absolutely mind boggling to me. And that's when I stopped. I was like, okay, there's so many, well, Bites now has their own bamboo toothbrushes, but there's bamboo toothbrushes. There's actually Bites was my first, Bite, not S, Bite Mm. (laughs) was my first um, toothpaste on my zero waste journey because there is refill stations popping up all over the world. But where I live, it was kind of a far journey to go to a refill station. And I found Bite and I was like, great, this comes to my door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's totally um, your thought process on how it arrives and everything about it is low impact and zero waste and all that stuff. It comes in a beautiful glass bottle and then dental floss in a glass jar with the little just refilling. I mean, all of those things for me just starting out and anyone that's just starting out is literally the easiest place to start. And it's so pretty. And it's all so of, like, pretty. I keep yeah. the whole so thing nice. on my counter yeah. and it's like glass from the bamboo to the toothbrush to the dental floss. And it's just so pretty. It is. Really it's inviting too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying it's an easy way to start. Yeah. for beginners. I'm so happy to hear that because I think one of the things that we really wanted to do at Bite was to make a product that was ruthlessly sustainable but also accessible. You know, because it's we wanted it to be something that was fun. We want, you know, we always want to be transparent as a company and super like ethical and, you know, strong in our beliefs, but then approachable for people who are just figuring this out and to be able to make it easy for them and fun for them. And um, that was something that we, like I say, I'm like, we're the gateway drug to zero waste. You know, because it's like, (laughs) it's like that slippery slope where you you go and you're like, if you can, you know, and I give you so much credit because if you, there is few things more ingrained in human existence than brushing your teeth because right. you do it every single it's day true. twice true. a day from three years old until you die you mm-hmm. know and so to be able to be like okay I'm gonna take this habit that I've been doing every day and change it like that's amazing if, if you think about like how hard it is to have those kind of changes like it really shows that people really are like oh I'm I'm willing to like you know, really discover things that are outside of their comfort zones. And it's so cool. It's so, it's very cool and inspiring for me. So thank you. And thanks for sharing that too. (laughs) It's true. I just love the jar because (laughs) like same thing. Like it's one of those things that you can always repurpose at the end. But I really appreciate how you've made all these changes, Michelle. Oh, thank you. I mean, (laughs) I'm still working on it. Look, I'm, I don't have a completely zero waste home or anything, but certain things are really easy to do. Mm -hmm. And this Mm -hmm. toothpaste routine is really easy to do. And, um, I've definitely had some people try, I'm like, try, I was like so excited getting people to try bite. And they're like, Oh, I don't know. It's not, I don't feel fresh. I don't feel this. And to anyone that feels that way, but is going to not decide to go zero, like, I don't zero waste with your teeth routine. It's just, there's so many people out there doing these things. Right. And that's what I was saying. Oh Everyone's got a zero. There's a filling station, a 
in every city now. Yeah. Like, go to your right. local filling station and see what they have to offer. Right. Um, and for us, too, is that we're constantly iterating, which one of the greatest, most fun things about being an online brand and have, like, this direct relationship with our customer is that, like, we get all the emails. And so mm-hmm. when we say, yeah. like, we want it more minty, we want it whatever, yeah. we're reading those Instagram comments, we're reading those Facebook comments, we're reading those emails, and we're like, bump up the mint, you know? And so every time it's kind of, we're iterating, bump we're iterating, we're iterating, <laughs> you know? And um, and I think, like, I will say, I feel like we finally got the mint up. We And we press these, like, when you get them in the mail, they have been pressed probably about two to three weeks before. Amazing. Max, you know, and so they are going, like, we're going through this fast. We're pressing this very fresh. It is a fresh product. And uh, so we can change it out. So the November order that is, like, now actually we're into the December order, but the November I feel like we finally got into this mintiness that I Mm. was like, okay, I feel like, because it's also tough, too. You're dealing with customers who are coming from using baking soda their Mm -hmm. whole lives with coconut oil, Mm -hmm. and then a customer who came from Crest, you know, and you're like, they have two totally different expectations of what toothpaste needs to taste like, and we need to kind of land somewhere in the middle and, you know, and have that fresh taste, but not where it's like you get smacked in the face. Also, we're using natural (laughs) flavor profiles, which are which are not as minty, you know? So we're always trying to figure out like, do we want to put this much flavor in it? Because we are using, you know, a, a derived from mint flavor. And that's totally different than if we just were like, let's use some more fi- like artificial mint yeah. flavoring. More we number five. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's put some blue 42 yeah. or whatever it's called <laughs> in there. Like, you know, it's like, no, we're not going to do that. Blue 42. And it's like, oh God, blue 42. <laughs> Had these blue toothpaste tablets come out. No, we will not do that. We will not. But yeah, so we're kind of, you know, and we're, again, I started this out of my living room. So we're, now we're in a you know, fully FDA GMP certified lab, you know, it's made in, in still in Southern California, but it's, we're, we're iterating and we're learning. And I go down there all the time and I'm like, let me taste this batch and let's get this and let's, you know, dial down the foaming agent here and dial this, you know, mm. we're constantly like mad scientists it up over there. So, <laughs> which is really cool because it's the whole idea that you could be really responsive to your audience and to your customers needs. Whereas, you know, when you were mentioning like what, like Crest, Aquafresh, and Colgate, like all these brands, like, so they're like mass producing these things. They're sitting in a warehouse. Mm -hmm. Then they go and they sit in the store for who knows how long. And then if they don't sell there, what, do they go to the 99 cent store once? Right. And if we want to try to um, lobby or petition or or say, can you change anything in this? Who is actually seeing these? Mm-hmm. Emails and yeah, questions. I mean, there's mm-hmm. like a delay, be, you know, even with the microbeads. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, they may not, you know, they're not now allowed in California, but other states they might right. be, or in other countries mm-hmm. they right. might be, because it's like, oh, well, we just have to move that inventory now. Mm-hmm. So I just appreciate the fact that it's like small batch, woman made, you know, like woman owned company. Like, these are the types of businesses that I want to support. And when you think about how hard you work for your money, again, like, do you want to support these, like, big conglomerates or do you want to support a real human like right, a real right. person yeah that's working hard to make a difference and change the game like so yeah we're and all the about idea supporting. of like voting with your dollars is so powerful and i knew it as a consumer and i know it even more now as a business yeah. owner and i know it's like really easy to say when you're selling this you know toothpaste that's not cheap right like i understand it's not cheap as, and it will 
we'll never be able to be as cheap as Crest because our ingredients are entirely different Never than say never. I know, we'll see. Well, I'm, but, I'm it's like, but it's so interesting because it's like we're able to do these things like our fluoride testing and paying more for testing on human volunteer teeth as opposed to, you know, animal teeth. And we're able to get these really like high quality ingredients because we're taking the money that our customers pay us and we're reinvesting into innovation and we're really trying to like right. push this forward and well, like Well, I think like if 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 the hack here is for me it's oh like God. just try it out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just try out the swap mm-hmm. at whatever level. But to me, I feel like the whole thing about where your dollar goes is speaks volumes. If we're not if we if we are investing in all the up-and-coming companies that are doing the silk dental floss mm-hmm. and the glass and the bamboo toothbrushes and all these things, it means we're not shopping any longer at the Rite Aid and the Walmarts and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And basically what you're saying there to them is, can you please stock this stuff in your local stores? Right. And I and and that's what I'm going to be excited to see one day is like bites at Walmart, right? <laughs> There's next well, to like, everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, well, like things like the, this, and, yeah. or I do see the bamboo toothbrushes though, but in plastic <laughs> wrap containers. Right. Like oh, at the, I see those at yeah. the market now, and I'm like, wait, doesn't that go against the whole so thing? Close, <laughs> so far <laughs> with nylon. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys have any other like? It just seems so simple. This hack that I can't like. Do you have any other hack around this? Really. I would say for hacks when it comes to zero waste dental care, oh man, I got I got quite a few. One would be definitely, um, and this is not necessarily a hack, it's just a tip, floss before you brush your teeth Ooh. because you're going to get all that plaque and everything and then you can Loosen brush it, it away yeah. as opposed to flossing after. I don't know why we all started, like, and I didn't realize that until I started um, really researching sense, and I was actually. like, okay. So like mm-hmm. if you learn anything from here besides zero waste tips is please floss before you brush. Um, and then it would be, so use what you need, right? And I know this is counterintuitive from a business perspective, but we have a lot of people who say they only need half a bit. That's awesome. Like, yeah, you're not going to be buying as much for me. And that's the whole point because then we make less and the world is stressed out less. And so it's like, use what you need. If you're going to be using a commercial toothpaste, just put a little pea size. Don't do a big like swipe toothpaste. (laughs) Yeah, like the commercial. (laughs) If you're using Bite and if you find that one bit is too big, use a half, you know, and like these kind of things of just looking at things that you're doing in your everyday life and how do I use less? And if you use mouthwash, if you normally use a full little cup of it, you know, from the, the lid, maybe try to, what is it like if you just take a sip, you know, right. because that, that will mean even if you're using a product that is in placket, pack in plaquage, in, <laughs> in plastic <laughs> packaging, you're using it way more slowly, which means you're using it less, which less. means it will be replaced less and manufactured less. Or add and water. So, add a little bit of water. To the there you go. <laughs> Just well, dilute it like you used use to do your parents' glass. alcohol. A Patreon you hack <laughs> from one of our Ooh. Patreon members is to use salt. She says she keeps a little bit of salt by her and after brushing, just to add a little extra brushing to get in there or as mm. a mouthwash I mean, instead I, of oh. mouthwash. Ooh. I guess like when you, well, anytime I've had any like dental work, that's what my mom always had me do or like the dentist oh, will or, say like, like salt water. in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Salt water gargles. But mm-hmm. like as far as like a daily thing, like I think that's where, again, the science comes in. Like you need 
these things, things yeah. you know, what do you call them? The abrasive, not abrasives. Yeah, yeah, a, a light abrasive. You right? want a light abrasive. Humectant, I guess. Well, you don't need humectants in the powder. Those are just, yeah, and humectants, if you want to get into that real quick. So for, okay, so for salt, didn't know about that. But you know what I do love? Uh, coconut oil pulling. I started mm. doing this. I know um, this. I've tried it. I don't think I did it right. I got, <laughs> I, okay, coconut. So you take a little bit of coconut oil, like mm-hmm. from your, you know, whatever, Trader Joe's extra version coconut oil, mm-hmm. and you do a little spoonful and you put it in your mouth, and at first it's super weird. It's like you're just swishing around like a loogie. It's disgusting. <laughs> but once you get into it, you just keep doing it, and I'll do it while I'm like watching TV or reading an article. Like you want to do it about 10 minutes, Ooh. and then you don't want to spit it down your drain because the oil clog was, so like I put it in a plant because it's it's not bad oh, for plants and like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone can use some coconut oil. And uh, it, I only do it like I'll have to be honest. I, everyone says like do it twice a day. Yeah, right. I do it like it's once an a exercise, week, but it's kind of nice. It like it moisturizes my gums and it doesn't. There, there's no. I don't know if there's any scientific as, evidence behind this, but it just it makes my mouth feel very clean and like moisturized, mm. especially in the winter. I feel like my my um. Like uh, I'm constantly fighting chap lips, even mm-hmm. here in California. Yep, and um, it's it's uh, it's been a game changer. Coconut pulling, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I mean, when I tried it, I literally was like exhausted. Um, so again, we're talking about things that are revolutionary, but also very basic, right? So one of the things that uh, I guess is like a very different to us is the fact that this is in pill form. But originally, toothpaste used to be made from powders it was it's just until recently that we've gotten used to that more creamy artificially flavored texture but tell us more about water and why that's important or why we don't need it or yeah so the typical toothpaste now like commercial toothpaste is about 40 percent water and water is like a pretty amazing thing it's the source of all life but the the problem with having it in your toothpaste is that it's also the source of bacterial life so when you think about Mm. that dark you know moist tube just sitting there it's like the perfect place for bacteria to grow in that water so there's a bunch of ingredients in most toothpaste that's not there to actually help your teeth or keep them clean but to kill the millions of bacteria that want to grow in that water and the cool thing about when you take the water out of you know whatever you then take out the that water's ability to grow bacteria. And so we are able to have a self-sustaining tablet made with way more natural ingredients without the harsh chemicals and preservatives. And then, you know, even more importantly, without all of the artificial flavors that have to be used to cover up those harsh chemicals and preservatives. So you end up with like a way more natural product. Um, And that was something that it wasn't, you know, for me, of course, it's about plastic. Of course, it's about the 1 billion plastic toothpaste tubes and, you know, clogging up our ecosystems. But it really also is about what we're putting in our body and why it's there. And so um, taking the water out was a, you know, that's kind of the original way of toothpaste. It was powder yeah. to the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's just taking it, all that out again and then pressing it into a convenient form factor. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I noticed your ingredient list is very short compared to, you know, obviously some things sound very technical, but nothing compared to the other ones. Like, what is it? Polypropylene. Yeah. Which the, is always in the microbes. Yeah. And so like antifreeze, like, things that are in antifreeze and sodium lauryl sulfate, which is like a, a huge aller, aller, allergen to many people. And just, just like really, and even for us, like taking out 
palm oil. Like Ooh. super important. You know, Ooh. I don't even want to get on that one, but like oh get taking it. out because it's on like it. get the, on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the because rainforest deforestation, it's like we don't just care about saving the oceans from toothpaste tubes. We also don't want to, you know, contribute to another problem, which is, you know, rainforest deforestation. So we actually, we had EcoCert palm oil in one of our first versions of our product, but then being able to talk to our customers and realize they, they had asked us to really look into that. They were like, look into the certification process because they didn't trust it. Mm, and I didn't know anything about, so I looked into it and I was like, uh, yeah, it seems like there are some transparency issues. So we ended up having to reformulate super expensive, talk about why like things become a $12 toothpaste, right? Um, we had to completely reformulate our product uh, very fast because this is what we you know, believed it was the right thing to do and take palm oil out entirely. Mm -hmm. And so that was something that um, you know our customers had asked us to look into. We looked into it. We realized that they were right. We were able to respond and have a totally palm oil-free product out on the market within four months. And then Crazy enough, a few weeks ago I was reading something, I think it was The Guardian UK maybe, had released this huge expose on palm oil mm. and how the the certification process is super flawed. Wow. And we were like, oh, our customers knew before we did and mm -hmm. we found out before these guys did. And it's just, this is, you know, one of those things of just having the ear to the ground and having such an awesome and engaged community who is really passionate about it. They teach us like all the time. And so, um, and we you want to listen. So also anybody out there listening, um, you know, look into our ingredients, look into our yeah. processes, look into why we're doing what we're doing and give us feedback because yeah. I'm reading it and I take it seriously. Yeah. And like I, I started it. this company because I love the environment and I loved, you know, being able to make a difference. And as we grow, that just becomes more and more important. And so, uh, yeah, give us feedback. We love Where it. Where <laughs> can people find your product. So bitetoothpastebits.com or bitetoothpaste.com. You'll be redirected. We're also bitetoothpastebits.com, bitetoothpaste.com, or bitetoothpastebits on Instagram, bitetoothpaste on Twitter. Amazing. We have a, we're kind of a, all over the place. All but yeah, so place. that's the best way. And then awesome. anytime, hello at bitetoothpastebits.com yeah. is our email address. So anything else you want to plug? It's so inspiring how people are like waking up, taking charge, like coming at it from an individual level of looking at their, from anything from their oil care routines to their, mm -hmm. their toilet paper to, you know, their yeah, laundry detergent. Yeah, some things are really hard for people and some things are super easy. Yeah. And so we're all in it together. We're, we're all we're in it together. To do it. And it all really adds up. So thank you for what you guys are doing too. And I think it's important again, like to realize that we can do things on every level, right? So like for somebody that might mean going out and getting a Tesla, but for others it's like, let's just start with simple things. Some, some tooth, and then what some we all need to do is vote. We do. <laughs> vote in for people who are going to protect our planet. Thank you for joining us. Is this the part where I have to say goodbye? This is the part where we have to say goodbye. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today and coming in and talking about your wonderful product and hopefully inspiring more people and we can't wait to see it everywhere oh thanks <laughs> this was so fun and i can't wait to hear you guys everywhere <laughs> so again we really would just like to give a big shout out and thank you to our sponsors and our patreon members we really appreciate your support we couldn't be doing this without you and we're just so happy to be able to get into the studio and record these episodes and also hot mobile disco i mean come on <laughs> You're making this podcast so much more fun, and Yay. I thank you for it. Super grateful. Yes. 
Thanks for helping us. Your monthly donation and membership is helping to grow the Zero Waste Life Hacks community. So again, thank you so much for listening. And to learn more about what you've heard on this podcast today, uh, you can go to www.zerowastelifehacks.com. 